0: Hello and welcome to Movie Thoughts. I am your host, Dominic Tartamella, and this is the fun-filled podcast where I give my thoughts on movies and all that fun stuff. So uh, today we're talking about a couple of movies, uh, one of which is the new film, Dumb Money, uh, which just came out in theaters recently, and in a little bit I'll get into the other film, which is a horror film called Cobweb, which was in theaters a couple of months ago. wasn't really playing around me, but it recently came out on Blu-ray, so I picked it up. I said, "You know what? I'll give this one a watch." And uh, yeah, we'll get into that. But "Dumb Money," uh, obviously, uh, you know, COVID is very recent, uh, and, and during COVID, a lot of fun, exciting stuff happened. One of which was the the rise of this stock, uh, GameStop, the video game store, and uh, all the shit that happened with that. Uh, it was all over the news, and uh, this is what this movie's about. So, Dumb Money is based on a book by Ben Mesrick called The Anti Social Network, and that's funny because this film, it, it, like watching it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of The Social Network. Just not obviously not the, the subject matter, but just the way it was they approached the material. This film was directed by Greg. Ch- I'm sorry, Craig Chiles- Gillespie, who directed uh I, Probably the most notable, uh, you know, thing he's done, I, Tanya, That was with Margot Robbie, which I thought was a really good movie. Uh, he also did um, the Fright Night remake. Uh, back in the day, he did Lars and the Real Girl, Ryan Gosling. He also did Cruella, which... I don't know if I've talked about it. i probably talked about Cruella at some point on this podcast. I like Emma Stone. Uh, I'm not necessarily somebody who hates all the live-action Disney remakes, but I don't know. I tried to watch it with my wife, and there was something about uh, you know the first 20 minutes of that movie when Cruella's mother gets mauled to death by Dalmatians. I think they knock her off a building or some shit. I don't know what the fuck. I blocked it out of my mind, but once that happened... And Like I said, I like Craig Gillespie's films, but I was like, I got to tune out of this because it was just something about Dalmatians killing somebody that I couldn't believe it. Uh, But yeah, this movie stars Paul Dano, Vincent D'Onofrio, Nick Offerman, Sebastian Stan, Seth Rogen, uh, and Pete Davidson. And, uh, you know, like, interesting movie. I'm a big, uh, I like Paul Dano a lot. He's, uh, you know, popped up as, obviously, in movies like Prisoners. He plays a great creep. He plays uh, he plays the Riddler, and uh, the Batman, which yet again another creep. He's usually playing weird, slimy, scummy people. Uh, but this is the first time you see him play. Uh, well, not not necessarily all the movies, but this is the first time in a while I've I've seen him play a somewhat normal character. Normal. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, giving it too much, but yeah, he he's good in this good cast as i said you know uh, uh all the names i mentioned also shailene woodley who plays his wife in this film and it's an interesting uh you know subject right it's you kind of were it's a weird movie because you kind of live through it and it's so recent uh even the way they approach the covid stuff because you know obviously this took place during covid as i said people wearing masks you get like a little bit of that Uh, They do a good job of, you know, weaving in a lot of the stuff that was going on on the social networking, uh, whether it be on Reddit, whether it be on TikTok and Facebook and wherever people were posting stuff about the stocks and GameStop. And it's insightful in that matter. There's probably not a lot... um, that, like, I didn't know about this. There's definitely, like, the numbers, uh, you know, the, the how much people, you know, gained, how much people lost. That's all pretty new to me. But if you were following this in the news, you you get the gist of the story. But for the most part, good movie. Uh, I don't, like, I will say sometimes with movies, like, I don't like when they flood the film with, like, social, ne- uh, the social networking stuff and kind of, like at sometimes, because then it, I get where it's like, you feel, I guess it feels more real when you're watching it, and there's some like news broadcast and stuff like that, but certain times it was a little bit like overload with that stuff, where it's like, all right, I don't want, if I want to be on fucking TikTok, uh, I'll go on TikTok, I go to the movies to uh, feel like I'm not, you know, watching nonsense, but yeah, good movie, can't like, not going to sit here and say it's the greatest movie in the world, but not a bad way to pass an hour and forty minutes or whatever it is, uh, and to learn. Obviously, like I said, it kind of like a social network type movie, where it goes into it and you know gets all the details out of the way and all that stuff. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder how this movie's going to do financially. It's. I haven't really seen a lot of marketing for it. But uh, you know, I would imagine it's something that I can om- almost picture just going straight to Netflix. But it worked for the most part uh, overall. A lot of hip hop music in this uh, as well. Kind of like I think like trying to make it. They try to give it like a younger vibe, you know. Uh, as I said, Pete Davidson's, uh Davidson's in it. I'm not really said this on the podcast. Not a Pete Davidson fan. Give him a chance uh he's decent in this movie but he's also in it sparingly so it's like it works um he's got some good scenes with paul dano but paul dano basically carries his movie and the side characters you know seth rogan uh playing it's funny seeing seth rogan now seth rogan's changed so much i used to i used to really like seth rogan a lot he's not a bad actor but he's kind of like, uh, I'm not going to get into it, but the role he plays in this, it's funny to to see his evolution uh, as an actor, you know, playing uh, the stoner in earlier films and being that guy. And now he's like playing the fucking hedge fund dude in this. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, wish he was in it a little bit more because he's kind of he's used sparingly as well. Uh, also, oh yeah, American Ferreras in it, who was recently in the Barbie movie as well. She's pretty good. They give a good, uh, the, you know, you get to see into these people's lives, uh, who, who invested into this and where they were coming from. Uh, they got some young people, they got some middle-aged people and they're showing all these, you know, different people in these different facets of life, uh, investing, you know, guy works at GameStop and it's interesting to see that. I wish I would have got into that fucking thing uh, when it was going on. I mean, I think when it hit the public and it was like all over the news at that point, it was kind of like too late. You had to be one of these people that was on Reddit, you know, fucking investing, but it is crazy. you know how many people made money off that, uh, and then the whole campaign and everything that came of it. And now how that'll forever change the way these, you know, hedge funds handle things. But, interesting film can't really say much more than that i recommend it uh i don't know as i said i don't know if it's a movie you want to run out and go see uh, especially with this story being so recent that's one thing too like uh, as i was trying to say before like when something's so recent and it's in your lifetime uh to the point where it's only a couple of years ago there's something that feels i don't know if anybody understands what i'm saying but there's something that feels like very fake about watching a movie about it because you you literally were there when it was really going on so it it feels like at times like you're watching like a tv movie about something but i don't know i don't know if that makes any sense but sometimes i feel like that when something is so recent and they make a film about it or you not even so much that i think when you live through uh something it's just it's something that fake, feels fake about it. But it, it's good for the most part. It's a good film. I'm not going to knock it in that aspect. But the other movie I did watch was this movie Cobweb, which I was definitely interested in seeing. It was getting uh, some good word of mouth when it was out. And as I said, wasn't really playing in a lot of theaters. I think it was playing in a theater uh, in Jersey. It was probably the closest. And I just couldn't. It wasn't really playing a lot of showings. Uh, but it's a horror film, and obviously, tis the season, right, to talk about horror films. So let's talk about Cobweb. Cobweb is written by Chris Thomas Devlin, uh, and it is directed by Samuel Bowden. I don't know. Let me see this writer. This writer um, seems like he wrote Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think it was the Netflix one, which I didn't hate that film i thought that was pretty good a lot of people hated on it i thought it was, i thought it was good but he wrote that he wrote this film uh coincidentally to speak of seth rogan uh him and his writing partner evan goldberg were two of the producers on this movie uh interestingly enough and this movie stars lizzie Kaplan, uh woody norman who was a kid that looked fucking familiar and then uh I think my wife looked it up, and he was actually in that Last Voyage of the Beater film. So he's been in a couple of horror films, little kid, good little good little actor, gets the job done. Uh, and then this also stars Cleopatra Coleman, who, she looks fucking familiar to me the whole movie, and then I looked it up a little bit earlier, and she was actually in Infinity Pool. Uh, she plays the teacher in this film. And then Anthony Starr, who everybody, of course... Knows from uh, as Homelander from the boys. Um, And so this movie is interesting, right? Because it's, if if, to give a a plot synopsis without, you know, being, I'll be spoiler free. If I'm going to get into spoilers, I will announce it. So you're safe for now. But it's basically a kid. He's in his room. He lives with his parents. His parents are a little bit overprotective, a little bit overbearing. And uh, he hears like a knocking At his walls, and there's a mystery surrounding that. And so, like, I didn't know what to expect. I only seen, like, one trailer going into this movie, but I was like, all right, it looks like a a fun enough concept, right? Sometimes with little kid shit with the horror, I get a little sick of it because they're doing the same old bullshit all the time, right? There's a kid, there's a ghost, there's a fucking. It it gets very repetitive, but I was like, all right, this could be cool. Um, And watching it, some fucking wild stuff happens. Uh, I started, and it was funny because I was joking around my wife as I was watching it, I was kind of predicting the plot a little bit. Um, Whereas, like, as I said, the parents, they're a little weird. Uh, You know, you get a guy uh, like Anthony Starr. As I said, he plays Homelander. And he's known kind of for that... (laughs) <laughs> kind of roll, and you're like, you're sitting, you're sitting there watching it, and you're like, all right, this guy's a little unsettling. Uh, and there's some stuff that goes down. I, I will say, I predicted some of it. There was definitely some stuff that happens later in the movie that kind of flips that on its head. Uh, I was also saying to my wife, like, this feels like a few different movies, like, weaved into one. Uh, and by the time, like, the last, you know, Part of the movie's happening. You're like, what what the fuck am I watching? This movie didn't start off in that way. Um I may get into spoilers in a little bit just to just to really go down that path. But I'll I'll let you know. But I also love the because I've talked about it, Halloween fan right here. This I am the embodiment of Halloween and I love Halloween so much. And this movie is set on Halloween, and I wish I would have known that, I mean, now's a good time to watch it, but I think that would have pushed me, you know, more to go to the theater and go see it, because there's, uh, you know, big Halloween aesthetic in this film, there's pumpkins, there's fucking jack-o'-lanterns everywhere, and I didn't realize it was set around Halloween, I didn't realize how much Halloween was in this film, Uh, so I was excited to see all that, and it's a pretty listen, it's an hour and a half, an hour and thirty-five, whatever it is. It's yeah, let me see. Ninety eighty yeah, eighty-eight minutes. So it's it's a quick watch. It's good. I think it's creepy enough. It's weird enough. Uh and it's got a nice amount of scares that I think most people will will enjoy it, especially this time of year. You know, it's one of those movies you could pop in pop some fucking popcorn, light a candy corn fucking candle or something, and just enjoy it. Uh, So I could recommend it on that level. It does get a little weird, though. I will say uh, it goes places where you're like, oh, this is is not what I was expecting. But in a good way, it's kind of twisty and turny. As I said, I thought I predicted some stuff, but maybe I didn't predict shit in the end. Uh, Lizzie Kaplan, who pops up in a bunch of stuff like she plays a good fucking creepy weirdo uh mother in this movie. She plays she plays a good job kind of like unhinged at times and it was kind of like a role I've never seen her in. Um so that was interesting to watch, but yeah, fucking weird weird movie. Don't don't know what else to say without spoiling it. I recommend it. Uh I recommend watching it not knowing you know, knowing as little as possible, basically, because I think that that benefits watching it. Because then you really don't know what's coming. Is it supernatural? Is it real? Is it I don't know. Because then there's maybe a kid that disappeared a few years ago in this town. Maybe there's something going on. Creepy movie. Uh, fun. I and you know what? The more I think about it, I think I liked it. Uh, overall, I wasn't I wasn't sure at first when I walked away from it, but I I liked it and I'm glad I bought it. It was a good, it was a good blind buy for me, honestly, and I'll definitely watch again. And it may become kind of like a Halloween go-to, as I said, because you got that Halloween mood in this film. But yeah, those those are the movies uh, this week. I mean, what is what else came out? Expendables Four came out in theaters. I'm gonna see it at some point, you know, being a big Stallone fan and all that. But I don't know when I'm gonna watch it, cause. It's probably not that good. But at some point, I'll watch it. There's also um, the Hulu movie with the aliens. That looks pretty good. No one will save you. So I'll probably check that out at some point. And I don't even know what comes out next week. Uh, But I'm sure there's something now. What is it? What is it? Saw. There we go. Thank you to my wife who just whispered. Saw to me. (laughs) She's like. Jeez. uh thank you for that. But yes, yeah, Saw. Got to love Saw. Uh guilty pleasure. So that that'll be fun to check out, but I uh, yeah, I re- I recommend both of these movies. As I said, maybe The Money's not the movie you want to go shell out, you know, the theater bucks to go see. But Cobweb on Blu-ray. I mean, I bought that. It was like 14.99. So that was that was a good deal right there. 16.99 or something not bad. You know, you you pay that money if you go into the movie, so I don't regret it. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much the podcast for today. If this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, welcome. This is basically what it is. Sometimes you do one movie, two movies, whatever the fuck I do. It's all, It all depends upon, uh, you know, what's going on in my life, how many movies I watched. I was going to do these separate, but I was like, ah. Eh. Especially with Dumb Money, I didn't really have a huge amount to talk about with that movie. You know, I'm going to get deep into it and say, uh, you know, there's movies. That's the thing. There's movies that will, like, blow you away. And then there's movies that are entertaining. And, you, you know, they're kind of disposable. You watch it. And you forget about it. You go on with your life. And that's it. Uh, movies vary, right? But that is the podcast for today. Thanks for listening. Check out the other episodes. Uh, check me out on TikTok, Instagram, and twitter at dom solo reels i also do another podcast with my friend ryan a rambo podcast called the it's a long road podcast just recorded a new episode with him today uh which that'll probably be out in another week or so but go check out those episode episodes if you like rambo and stallone and all that fun stuff and that's about it so thanks for listening have a good night